Hello and welcome back to Plus One to Gaming, Adventures and Candlekeep Mysteries. We're picking back right where we left off on the last session in the one-shot adventure, The Joy of Extra-Dimensional Spaces. This is for 100% sure the final episode in this adventure, but we last left the party in Festandia Study, where after some smastigation checks, Levo discovers a hidden passage. Okay, well, I think with some effort, you're able to move the bookshelf. Um, you realize that there's a mechanism after you broke it apart. There's a mechanism. If you slid one of the books out, the shelf would have opened, leading to a passage leading down. What do you do? Go down that passage. Okay, at the bottom of the passage, there is a doorway immediately in front of you. There is also a hallway that leads right where you see a door. Let's go in the one in front of us. Opening that door leads into a narrow hallway. You see a door to your right, and you see another door at the end of the hallway leading into another room. Um, Let's go all the way down the hallway. We'll, we'll keep our left shoulder and work that way. So I want to go all the way down and open that door. Okay. Um, You crack open the door a little bit, and smells of alcohol and brine permeate the room. Glass vessels, large and small, stand in rows on the floor and tables ranging from one foot, one foot to six feet tall. Inside each vessel is the body of a creature floating in clear liquid. One four-foot-tall container is missing its lid and has no occupant. Finally, we found the pantry. <laughs> so Levo walks in and investigates because this place smells yummy to her. Yeah. Do uh, you want to like roll a perception check then? Yeah, sure. That's a five perception, two, seven. Seven? Well, I don't think it'd be too hard to understand. Like, a lot of these are, these are like preserved creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, you come across one really large container. You notice that the lid's off, and you see this, like, a, a sign or, like, a um, label on it. But I don't think Levo would be able to read it. No. Nah. Someone has already eaten this one. Are my compatriots with me? Maybe they're on mute. A silent spell. Been... A silent spell has been cast upon them. <laughs> Let's hope it's been eaten and hasn't escaped. Can I check to see if I can like? Is are there like wet animal footprints and something somehow get out? You notice a label on the vessel. Was the? I'd like to inspect the label. It says, "Mimicus changius." And underneath it, in quotes, Mimic. Ah, this is uh, the Mimic that got out earlier. So I think we've already dealt with this, I suspect. Are there labels on the other as well? Can I look at those? Yeah, you can search around. Let's see. Um, you see a cockatrice. Or just check the room in general, I guess. Yeah. Um, you, but you can, I mean, if you want, you can like peruse the collection, which includes a cockatrice, a flumph, a giant fire beetle, a small grell, a myoconid sprout, a pseudo dragon, uh, four severed hands in the same jar, one of which you notice wearing a uh, some sort of ring, and a tadpole. Oh, can I tell if that is like a signet ring that might have a letter on it, perchance? 
Um, yes, you should examine the ring. Um, roll maybe Arcana. Or maybe if you're looking like Signet, maybe History would be more appropriate. I'm terrible at both. 13. Perhaps if it was in the Underdark and you have some knowledge of the important families and um, different ornate things they might wear to signify doesn't ring any bells from you. But as you're looking at it, um, to your surprise, the one wearing the ring pushes off the lid and attacks you. It's all roll initiative. God damn it. I got a two minus one. 13. 13. You got 13 last 19. time. Nice. 19 for Taruvian. Okay, uh, Taruvian, you get the, the kind of first reaction as this hand leaps at you, uh, thing style, and tries to choke at your throat. What do you do? Um, I'm going to bust out my double short swords and defend myself. Slice at him. 10 and 21 attack rolls. All right. Um, the you take the first swipe and uh, it's a small target surprises you and you miss, but with your follow up, you're able to uh, stab it down and pin it between the table and your sword and your short sword. Uh, it rises for a moment and stops. Anything else? Nope. All right. Another one jumps out of that jar and attacks at you. It tries to scratch you with dirty nails. Uh, 18 to hit. That hits. Uh, three damage to Rubian. Another one jumps out. There's four of them total. All right. Uh, the other ones jump out as well and descend upon you. Uh, one of them was able to scratch you again for another three damage. And it is Kimmy's turn. Uh, I will cast Bless on us three. Ooh, yeah. You are all blessed and get what advantage? No, a d4. So whenever you roll an attack or a saving throw, uh, you roll an extra d4. Nice. Anything else? That is it. Levo. I want to try to crush those hands with my book chain thing. All right. That is uh, 10 plus 5, so that would be 15 to hit. That hits. Perfect. And then 1d8, uh, 2 plus 3, 5 damage. With your flail, you're able to just smash it right on the ground just... It seems like wherever you want, will it to go, it, it goes, and it, the book just crushes it and leaves broke, just completely broken hand on the ground, and it's not moving. Um, Teruvian, back to your turn. Hang on a sec. Oh, okay. I want to walk. I want to walk up closer to him. You walk up closer to him, and then I'm done. Within five feet, and you, yes. and it's Teruvian's turn. So are there still two left? Is that two accurate? left? Yep. Short swords coming again. So first one, 14. Hits. 12. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Five. Okay, so you t first with your first short sword, you take a swipe and sever this thing in two, and it's just on the ground, lifeless. All right, and then with the other one, you're able to um, just kind of thunk it right down into the other crawling hand, and it ceases to move. We're out of initiative. What do you guys do? Uh, I pick up the hand that I killed, and I tie it onto my belt. I'm going to make some shit out of its bone. Yeah, it seems to be uh, well-preserved, and you have this trophy. Other than that, I want to get out of here. There's no food in here. Yeah. Can we look around? Do we see any desks? 
books, literature, pamphlets? Nope. The other thing you notice is uh, the ring that's on the finger of the hand that you stuck your short sword in that first attacked uh, you. Oh, yes. want to get a closer look at that. That's what I was trying to look at. So uh, I will pick that up and examine it. Holding it in your hand, um, you see it's a golden ring with a uh, silver inlay of a like spectral hand. Um, holding it in your hand, you feel um, you feel that it might be slightly magical, but I don't know if you have the ability to discern its properties. But certainly, it does not feel to in your hand. It doesn't feel like an ordinary ring. Okay, I'll stash that. It doesn't have any letters on it, though. No letters that you can see, no. Okay. Uh, aside from that, you do not see anything else in this room. I believe we passed a door on the way here. Maybe we should head back and check that one. Uh, you open the door and you peer in. You see a dark stone-walled room containing only a few objects. You see a five-foot diameter circle of intricate runes on the floor. There's an empty wooden bookstand opposite the door and bronze braziers at the other three cardinal points of the circle. Uh, whatever material they contained has burned out, but the room still smells of charcoal and sulfur. What do you do? Uh, Leva walks in and looks at the, the braziers. Yep, they are uh, tall, like, bronze braziers, typical for, like, burning stuff. Not for, for like, light or cookie? Uh, you don't view these for cooking. You don't see any remnants of, like, animal fat or renderings, but most likely for light or maybe, like, yeah. mage rituals any books i know you said there was like an empty bookshelf you do not see any books in this area i do not see any books in this area is there anything of interest to either of you in here yes can i check to see like do a, a check on what these the circle of runes is is it some kind of magical yeah go ahead thing? roll arcana 12 yeah, I think these are relatively common. You know this to be a summoning room, a room that is common in mage and wizard homes that are used to you know, summon creatures, do teleportation, other kind of rituals, um, but, but usually used to like summon something from another plane, bring something to this plane from another plane. There's no books in here. Let's check that last room. Okay. You move into the other hallway and look into this other room. The air here smells of astringent chemicals. Long wooden tables stretch across the room, laden with vials, beakers, and flasks, holding various liquids and powders. Books are stacked between the glassware and chemicals. Yellowed paper charts and blackboards full of complex formulas cover the walls. Aha, can I check to see if among the stack of books are any of our magical letter books. Peering amongst the volumes of tomes, you find another puzzle book with the letter B on its spine. Okay. Now we got to figure out what the spells. You don't want to yeah, see what so else I'll is bring in the room? Book back to the group. What were the others? I have Y E L B. So we have R-I-T-Y-E-L-B. Yeah, I, I 
I thought it was reality at first with the before you got the A, which is why I awkwardly said reality before coming down here. Um, Wait, um, give them to give them to me again. Um, suddenly, Cammy looks up after she's wrote it down in her little uh, kitty cat notebook, and she lifts up and she goes, "I think it says liberty." A pulse of power courses through the mansion. Ah, but we're still in the mansion. And there's not like a portal near. We should check. We should check back where we came in. See the, if the portals reopened. Or that summoning room next door. I, oh I yeah. Portal out also. Check there first. Okay, you uh, go over to the summoning room, but it's the same as you left it. Upstairs it is. Uh, you go back upstairs through the study, out the door into the foyer, um, but you don't see a portal. Go room by room, look for the portal. Uh, you take some time and go through each room, room by room, uh, but you do not see a portal. Say it again. Liberty? A pulse courses through the mansion. Where are you? Like Probably in the, um, like in the foyer. Yeah, where we came in. The doors in the foyer, the ones that you entered, open, and a shimmering portal, like the one you first came in, uh-huh. stands before you. You recall when you first came in, the portal Ooh. did not last long after you step through to close. Mm. think you were right. Let's go. And she goes through the portal. Out we go. Are you all stepping through? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll through. Cool. You transport yourselves. And once again, you're standing in Professor Matrius's research quarter. His body is sprawled before you. The body of... Irony, the tiefling avowed handler sprawled on the ground. The door is closed. The portal closes behind you. What do you do? I mean, um, check him for vitals. Is he is he dead? Is he still breathing at all? Yeah, uh, let's do medicine. Mm, 13. You can tell he is breathing faintly. You notice some like dark lines in his veins. Some drool and like drivel coming from his mouth almost like foam you wonder if he's been you've seen similar um you've seen similar symptoms from somebody who's been stung by a poisonous creature i think he's been poisoned cammy can you can you do anything can you help him cammy uh cast spare the dying on him she cannot heal him because she doesn't have any more spell slots so all she can do is keep him from dying uh and she does it to the other one regardless yeah, you wonder if you can stabilize him for a brief amount of time, but you don't have a you don't have an understanding of how long he's been like this. And without removing the toxins that are causing physical damage to his body, you don't know how long you'll be able you don't think you'll be able to preserve him very long without some sort of intervention. What do you guys do? Um, would would actual healing magic heal him? Because I have some. I got some of that in me. I mean, it's... Um, I could pump him full of a couple, a couple healths. Yeah, I don't know if that would actually remove toxins, because there's like, there's like purify type spells yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't have that. I don't have like cure or uh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Uh, four flowers that give advantage against poison or cleanse. I shove those flowers in his mouth. 
Do you really think that's the best way to do this? Because <laughs> that's fine if you do. I'll shove at least one of them in. She might want some. And I make him chew it, like, with my hand. I'm not an alchemist. That's fair. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to drag this on any longer than it has to. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you uh, seem to slowly restore some vitality to him. You see some of the uh, some of the effects sort of recede, but wonder how much is enough. All right, I put another flower in. These flowers cure poison, and he's obviously been poisoned, so he has to eat them, but he's too dead to eat. So I'll eat them for him. That seems to provide a more effective delivery vessel. You baby bird him, and yeah. uh, he's able to better digest, and the the antitoxins are able to revivify him. Um, but there's also the young tiefling, Irony, who is uh, sprawled across the floor. Same deal. Mark, check check the body. Somebody, Cammy. Okay. Yeah, I don't, um, at this point, I don't think you need to roll a check. She is exhibiting the exact same symptoms. All right. I same take time. the other two flowers. I chew them up. I spit them in her mouth. All right. Um, so as you're trying to revivify irony, can you roll a deck save real quick? Dexterity is not my strong suit. Ooh, 18. I think I got a minus, though. 18 minus 1, 17. Levo, you're not sure how, but you... Uh, feel the presence of something uh, and just like from like maybe like instinctual primal you know being lizard folk you're just kind of wired for reaction and are able to kind of like shift and pivot uh, as you feel something kind of flitter by you but you can't see anything and at this point we'll have to roll initiative I got a two again so it's a one again 19 you have great reflexes and then not. I use all my energy to reflex. And Teruvian? 15. Well, Cami, you're first up in the initiative, but all you really notice is um, Levo kind of pivot and react. But I don't know if she says anything, but you are the kind of first to, after seeing Levo react this way, your danger sense is alerted and you're the first to kind of respond or react. I'm going to ready in action as soon as she sees or identifies the target, whether it's sees or hears or something, she's going to um, hit it with a sacred flame. Okay. Uh, Teruvian, you, same deal. You notice that uh, Levo kind of reacted in a start and you're kind of like the next to react as well. I would uh, ready an arrow in my longbow and prepare to um, shoot when anyone's attacked by whatever mysterious thing is here. Okay. Ready in action? Yes. Okay. Levo, you uh, feel this thing kind of swing back in, um, kind of like flew by you and then came back in for another, another round. 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> Um, you feel a sting and make a constitution save real quick. All right. Ooh, not 20. So you, you feel something sting you, and as it stings you, it appears, and it's this black winged uh, creature, small, but um, with a wicked-looking scorpion tail. 
uh, as it retracts from from your body. Um, you feel kind of like a burning sensation, but then your you know your resilient metabolism quickly processes the poison. Clearly, your constitution is stronger than these others who've succumbed, and it is your turn. No, All right. We, the ready oh, the actions, actions go off. Yep. Cammy, you're the first one, so your sacred flame goes off. And it is a dexterity save. Wisdom save. Wisdom save. It fails the save. Four radiant damage. Alright, your multicolored rainbow light slams down on its head. Uh, and it shrinks in pain. Yeah. Teruvian, uh, you lose your arrow, roll that attack roll. Oh, oops, hold on. I skipped straight to damage attack roll. So hasty of you. 17. That hits. 11. All right. Do you want to tell us how you finish this thing off? He's got the arrow ready, so can take his sweet time to line up a perfect eye shot on the profile. And I think it... loses an arrow straight into the head. Nice. I think it carries it to the wall. Yeah, and pins it. And you are out of combat. What do you do? Um, So I guess we were treating the tiefling is he come around at all uh you began to treat her and then you were attacked but i think you were able to quickly resolve yeah, so that. i would go back to to checking on her cool so doing a similar fashion you take a couple of those flowers and uh deliver them to irony and um slowly you see the uh the effects of the poison start to start to dissipate uh, but it seems like they're still in a pretty weakened state. So I have like 10 points of lay on hands healing. I can jam into these fools. I want to give each one like two points. Cool. Do, uh, does Levo have some kind of ritual or do nah. you want to kind of describe how she goes about this? Um, she, so Levo kneels next to, what was the guy's name? I forget. Professor Matrius. Matrius. She kneels next to, kneels down next to Matrius and puts her hand on his shoulder, and you can see just like a kind of glowy green, yellowish uh, aura around it. And he just gets two points of health. She's very non-ceremonial. Well, I'm just kind of curious because like Cammy has a relationship with the Raven Queen and calls for her blessing. So I'm just kind of curious, like with Levo, like the source of her power, like who does she? ask or pray to like what's her mindset when she like does this i guess because i feel like it's um, rare for a lizard folk to have this kind of ability yeah. so since we're rendering at this adventure i just kind of want to learn more a little bit about this character it's kind of cool yeah so samoria is their like god it's just a god of survival. um so certain lizard folk are kind of born with maybe an innate a little bit connection to this god um and when they are acting in like the best interest of the survival of their clan uh the god will grant them power so they don't i don't think they really understand like why or how they just know that like when i try to do something sometimes the <laughs> if the gods uh, will it yeah it's not a sophisticated religion no that's uh, cool so i just yeah i just kind of wanted to explore that a little bit um yeah so you touch his shoulder and um you see some color restored to his face uh, do you do the mm -hmm. same for yep two points each 
Just enough for them to like talk and shit. I don't want to waste all my. I don't know what else we got to do. I need some of this healing myself. Yeah. Um, yes, the uh, professor and irony awaken uh, and come to. Oh, 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 heavens! Oh, you've returned! Oh, thank goodness! Oh, as soon as I stepped through that portal, that that imp figurine transformed into a real imp and it it attacked me and it attacked irony. Oh, it was terrible! Thank you, thank you for saving us. It was Levo's fast-acting medicine that saved you. But really, we were under attack, so don't thank us too much. Glad you're okay. Oh, heavens, I'm so sorry to have brought such such danger, but oh, thank goodness for your quick thinking. Pray tell, you found the, the passphrase to, to return. What, 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 what was it? The passphrase was, um, what was it, Cammie? Liberty. Yes. Liberty. Fancy that. Well, I, I am very much in your gratitude. Now I can return there and resume my studies. Did you did you happen to find anything else out while you were in there? Anything interesting of note? I was bitten by a chair, so I would take caution when you go in. Heavens! It seems to be a dangerous place. Certainly so. A lot of the stuff that doesn't seem like it is alive is actually alive. Well, that experience rings true for me as well. I had no suspicion that it would turn into a real monster. Well, certainly you have my debt and gratitude, and I'm I'm going to reward you and make sure that the the candlekeep is aware of your contributions that go above and beyond. But I must I have a class to teach. I must go. But we will speak. We will speak again very, 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 very soon. C- come, Irony, let's let let us go. Uh, and with that, the uh, professor and Irony, um, she escorts him out to the convention that he's going to be, uh, or course that he's going to be teaching. And that's going to conclude the adventure proper. But Yay. that doesn't mean that we can't uh, <laughs> wind down a little bit. Um, if you guys want to, you know, from here, you know, I can, can go back to the hot springs. We can kind of set up a scene to kind of close out some stuff. It's whatever you guys want to do before we wrap the session. I do have to go pretty soon, but um, whatever works. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like pretty much it. But I just wanted to, I don't know if you guys wanted to like end the chapter, kind of found some stuff. You're in this room you could you know you can go back into the mansion there's still like stuff to explore there's you know but for all intents and purposes you have solved the the puzzle we don't know what kind of ring you got mark you want to ask somebody oh yeah um so yeah let's well I would like to left go. but yeah i guess go find <laughs> the scholars or something i would like to go to the hot springs and re-moisten my eyes and ear holes all right, you guys go back to the, the hot springs. Um, you counter your old friend Bongo. Oh, hey guys, what's going on? Uh, like, not now, Bongo. We got stuff to do. You can summon any of the, the avowed as runners to like help you. You're a, a welcomed guest here. So you send off the ring for inspection. You can also, I mean, you kind of know that your weapon is special, uh, Levo. Uh, but with this ring, you. It's returned to you with just kind of like a little brief description, uh, like very itemized and scientific. Uh, one magical ring of mage hand. Essentially, if you wear this ring, 
you will have the ability to cast the cantrip Mage Hand up to four times uh, a day. That's its like charge. Uh, it has four charges, and it gives you the ability to do that. Sweet. I'll slide that puppy on. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to make that the... Um, I don't know if you guys will ever play these characters again, but I'll make it like the advanced Mage Hand that you get as like the Arcane Trickster, where it gets, it gets like a little extra oomph. Just for fun. Why not? So apparently those crawling hands, Sweet. if they like absorb enough magical energy, they turn into like crawling monsters like that attack you, which I thought was kind of creepy, but cool. Um, yes, both of those. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are chilling in the hot springs, relaxing. Uh, Bongo and Rolf were there relaxing with you. Um, do you guys do anything or just kind of relax and wind down from this adventure and wait for the next one? Oh, hey, guys. Glad to see you back in one piece. Seems like you had quite the adventure. What do you what do you think you're gonna get up to next? Yes, Bongo, we are in one piece as usual, which is nice. When are you leaving this village, this fancy village? Well, I'm probably gonna be taking off here at first light tomorrow. Got more deliveries to run, but if you guys don't have anything to do, would welcome the company if you guys wanna tag along. Seems like there's always an adventure afoot. I think I would enjoy that. Well, I'd welcome the company. I know Rolf would, too. <laughs> Camry, Teruvian, what about you guys? You along for the ride? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this place doesn't really have anything for me anymore, so let's keep it going, I guess. All right, we'll pack up the curiosity carriage and we'll take off. And maybe we'll see Cammy in the full spectrum again in another adventure, but that's it for today's session and the first adventure in Candlekeep Mysteries, The Joy of Extra-Dimensional Spaces. Took a little longer than expected, but we hope you enjoyed this romp through Fistandia's mansion. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we do our review of this adventure and get prepped for the next one titled Maths Frost's Mighty Digressions. Eric's running this next one and it's going to be a doozy. We are jumping in the Gilded Age in the 1890s for a very exciting adventure. Speaking of which, we'd love to hear what you're doing in your Candlekeep games. How are you hooking the party and how are you tweaking the scene, the setting, or just overall enjoying this new book of adventures? Let us know in the comments sections or shoot us a note at plusonetogaming at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a like, five stars, or a review if you haven't already. It would go a long way to support the show. And subscribe to the podcast at plusonetogaming.com to get all the latest episodes and never spam. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.